0: Forgotten Cinema is getting romantic for our eighth season and just in time for Valentine's Day as we cover the 90s ensemble drama, Beautiful Girls. We'll then do a complete 180 as we dive into some spy films, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and Spy Game. We'll find out why white men can't jump and whether you should shoot to kill while enjoying a Frankenweenie. Nope, that doesn't make any sense. You know what else doesn't make sense? This season will also feature our 100th episode of Forgotten Cinema. Feels like 100 years. Don't I know it. Forgotten Cinema. Never stop, never stopping. Yes, that's a hint. Part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Have those Marvel blues while Black Widow's theatrical release date is consistently delayed? Well, turn that frown upside down because yet another MCU podcast is here to guide you through the MCU one movie at a time. That's right, Mike. Each episode we break down one movie from the MCU and talk about its connections with the source material, comic books. Which means I get to learn so many fascinating things, like about Alpha Flight, the Canadian Avengers, who knew, and Moon Knight, a multiple personality superhero. Seriously, and then there's Man Thing. Yeah, not really sure how to explain that one. Pretty sure no one can. Yet another MCU podcast, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family.
1: Was that the, the non-trademark version?
2: Yeah, it's a little off. Just, just a little, little purpose.
1: bit. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo, don't add us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Teenagers add our mutant turtles. Tortoises. <laughs> Tortoises. <laughs> just different enough not to get sued. All exactly. I call
1: brand action figures. That's the key.
2: So... Hello <laughs> and welcome to Crackin' One Open with Mike
1: and Elise.
2: Today, we're traveling far across the ocean mm-hmm. to a distant land.
1: You're stealing my notes. Come with us <laughs> on this journey. <laughs> I'm just it's doing too the bad Indiana we don't Jones have map. a visual <laughs> element to show the, the airplane going from...
2: Right? That's sad. We need to get that. Yeah. <laughs> when we start doing videos, we'll we'll do that. There we go. Okay. Baby, where are we going? Where where are we headed? What are we drinking? What's going on?
1: (laughs) Well, this week we are going overseas to crack open Eicht (sighs) Sri Lanka Rachbier Weissen from Sri Lanka, which is a historic brew pub in Bamberg, Germany. And I'm going to make a blanket apology to our listeners and my ancestors for how much German I'm going to butcher during this episode. Da. Duh. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, so, it's not the reason that I picked this beer. It just happens to be a really
1: funny happy side it, yeah. accident. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so on the Brewpubs website, they say in the middle of the old part of Bamberg, directly beneath the mighty cathedral, one can find the historic smoked beer brewery Schlenkerla, first mentioned as... House of the Blue Lion in 1405. The Schlenkele is run today by the Trump family in the sixth generation and is the fountain of the original Schlenkele smoke beer. In the German language, it's called, again, Echt Schlenkele Rauchbier. This smoked beer is at the tavern. The brewery tavern is still being tapped directly from the wooden barrel, according to the old tradition. Cool. Yeah, like if you look up videos on YouTube, they actually, they're tapping it from a really old barrel.
2: That's gross and awesome at the same time.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So as I mentioned, the first documentation of the Schlendgerla building, then known as House of the Blue Lion, dates back to 1405. At this point, it was a monastery. So needless to say, this building is just stunning. On the inside. I'll have to show you pictures later. Um, They actually use the house chapel of the Dominican monastery, which was for daily prayer as a seating area in the brew pub. Uh, It's got an arch ceiling, all that rich like dark wood with the gold leaf detailing. It's just gorgeous. Um, And they have a few different rooms throughout the brewery tavern for people to be seated. But if we ever happen to find ourselves in Bamberg, Germany, that's the room that I want. <laughs> that's what we're making reservations for. Um, there's also the old inn that has wooden beams on a low ceiling that used to be painted with oxblood for protection. Dope. Uh, and that's how they got their dark color. And there's, a, there's also multiple historic engravings of Bamberg on the wall, some of them going back to 1493.
2: That's a good year. <laughs>
1: So in the time between 1405 and 1615, this building was sold a number of times. Uh, In fact, during the Thirty Years' War between 1618 and 1648, it was destroyed and rebuilt. In 1678 was the first year that the building was recorded as a brewery, and it changed hands several times. Johann Wolfgang Heller took over in the mid 18th century, which is important because in the trade registry, the official name of the brewery is Heller But everyone knows it as and calls it Schlenkerle because in 1877, Andreas Grazer became the new owner. And apparently now this part is a direct quote from the brewery's website, (laughs) quote, he was a little bit handicapped and moved his arms in a funny way when he walked. Oh, no. So, yeah, here's the thing. Schlenkerla, roughly translated from the Franconian dialect, means dangling. And in this context, we can only assume it refers to the man with the hobbling gait, whose image we see on the bottle. Oh, no, we're ablest now. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, so in 1907... <laughs> His son, Michael, took over the brewery. And as the tavern sees more and more guests coming in in the 1920s, the Germanic Museum of Nuremberg restored a lot of the paintings in the Gothic arch ceiling of the okay, Dominicaner Klaus, <laughs> which is the, the house chapel of the Dominican monastery that I was talking about. So this Klaus, as they call it, this house chapel, is actually technically at this time the property of the Bavarian government because they acquired it during secularization. So Michael Grazer is the one who took it back on lease from the government. And that's when the restoration of it really began. He's basically the one responsible for all of the elaborate restorations on the premises itself. So, Michael is succeeded by his son-in-law, Jacob, in 1932. But because of the war, it's actually Michael's daughter, Elizabeth, who runs for on her own while Jacob was serving in the military.
2: Um, oh, was, there, was there a war in the 30s
1: and 40s? <laughs> was there? Uh, but right after Was the, Germany involved? <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> uh, right after the war, things were tough for the brewery because grain was scarce. And by the rule of the Nazi government, breweries were only amount, allowed to make thin beer, which had a 2% original gravity, which is about a third of today's light beers.
2: Nazis. I hate those guys. Yeah,
1: they fucking ruined beer, too. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, not, yeah, that sounds gross. Imagine like taking a light beer and reducing its flavor by two thirds. <laughs>
2: That's why you get Bud Light. <laughs> it's just more like if you took Bud Light and filled the half with water.
1: Oh. Which, let's be honest, would there be a difference in taste?
2: Probably be better. Tastes less <laughs> like metal.
1: Ah, <sighs> uh, so business slowly got better and in the 1960s, Jacob officially acquired the Dominikaner Klaus <laughs> from the state of Bavaria a process which his father-in-law had started back in the in the 20s. So Jacob actually assumed many honorary appointments, for example, a position in the Chamber of Craft, whatever that is, and in the Bavarian Senate. So Elizabeth continued to basically run the tavern. She knew all the regular guests, which were basically all of the citizens of Bamberg. So they they call her the soul of Schlenkerla. And as far as I can tell, it's still in the same family right now. Michael and Elizabeth handed it down to their son, German, who handed it down to their son, Matthias. And he is the current brewmaster. They had a son named German? German Trump. Listen,
2: I love this country.
1: But I'm not making our never, kid America. Yeah. <laughs> America, get over
2: here. The United States. <laughs> Call them U.S. for short.
1: What up, us? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, German.
1: So Schlenkerle Rauchbier is one of the last traditionally made smoked beers, whereas smoky beers produced by modern craft breweries are made with industrially produced smoke flavored malts. So as of 2017, there were only two breweries left. Both of them happen to be in Bamberg that have been malting and brewing Rauchbier in the traditional way continuously throughout history. So we can expect this Weissen to pour a hazy, tawny, amber color. It's brewed with a mix of both barley malt and wheat malt. And the portion of the barley malt in this brew is the classic Schlenkerlam smoke malt. The wheat malt remains unsmoked and the beer unfiltered and bottle conditioned. And what's unique about Schlenkerle in this respect is that they are still both a brewery and a malting operation, which very few breweries malt themselves anymore. Yeah,
2: they buy malt and
1: Exactly. That was just kind of the standard configuration in brewing craft until the Industrial Revolution was to do both. So anyway, this Weissen has a medium body. It should be malty, smoky, duh, <laughs> toasty and smooth. I saw someone having described it as uh, having a slightly bacony taste, too. So okay. I thought that was a little weird until I looked up more about smoked malts. So smoked malt for brewing is called Rauch Malts, and it's usually based on two-row spring barley smoked over hardwood. Softwoods like pine are too resinous to produce a pleasant-tasting smoke. Mm-hmm. So the favored fuel for malt smoking is beechwood which is known to impart a slightly bacony flavor Mm -hmm. to the malt and thus onto the finished beer.
2: Sweet. This is why I chose this beer. It's so (laughs) weird. (laughs)
1: Uh, I found another article on the same website, beerandbrewing.com, that said basically the worst smoked beer will be reminiscent of an ashtray. The best of them can pleasantly evoke campfires and can give these beers an unparalleled affinity with food, especially smoked meats and fish. Another thing that should be noted is that the most common use of smoked malt nowadays is not for beer, but for whiskey, especially scotch.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And (laughs) one final note before we get to the beer. This is just an observation from Schlenker's website. Their hours of operation, granted, you know, COVID aside, Mm -hmm. uh, are generally listed as, quote, opening hours all year, daily. 9.30 till 23.30 hours. And then they go on to specify that warm meals start at 11.30 until 22 hours. But you can get your morning pint right at 9.30. So priorities, am I right? That's
2: right. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm sure a city like that is big on tourism and and Mm -hmm. just going around and drinking all the German beers.
1: Well, so you they, gotta be open right away. They they said something about like getting your your pint before work and then on your lunch break and
2: oh, come on, why don't we have that?
1: <laughs> well, we can have it right now. Europe's
2: ahead of us again. All right. Yeah,
1: but it's not breakfast.
2: No, it's definitely <laughs> not. All right. Let's do this. Let's do it. You ready?
1: I am, but yes. I need my bottle first.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's crack these bad boys open.
1: All right. You mean let's hear at least fail at cracking this one open? Oh, I did it! You did!
2: Oh my god, the smokiness!
1: Whoa! Oh yeah!
2: Oh, Even it just so right good. out of the
1: bottle, yeah.
2: It smells like a Lunchables package. <laughs> it smells exactly like the old ham Lunchables I used to buy. Uh, I get. wouldn't know. You had a terrible childhood.
1: Because I didn't have Lunchables.
2: Yup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Holy head.
2: Uh, yeah, it's a German beer. So I'm drinking out of my Stein. Granted, it's a glass Stein and not a ceramic Stein. Wow, that's a lot of head on yours. Yeah. I told you. You should have poured it in a Stein.
1: <sighs>
2: you chose your Italian beer glass.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I knew it would fit, except that right now <laughs> half of it's being taken over.
2: So it is a darker beer yep. and pretty cloudy, which I'm not surprised. It's, it's unfiltered. It's yeah. Unfiltered and smoked.
1: Well, apparently. I was reading on another website that if you if you produced a beer with just purely smoked malts, it would actually pour a like a golden color.
0: Eh.
1: So it's definitely It definitely has to do more with whatever hops they use and whatever barley or uh, what's the the unsmoked portion would have been what impart imparted this sweets. yeah darker color.
2: I'm going for it. I don't care if it's mostly foam. It's not mostly foam, but I got a lot of foam in it.
1: It's Mine is still mostly foam. <laughs> it's so smoky on the head, though.
2: Oh, this is so interesting.
1: <laughs> Should I just go for it? Is the, yeah, the foam go, worth just it? Yeah, just go okay. for
2: it. I mean, I tried to get to the beer under the foam, but... Hey, you're getting it. You're getting it. Oh. Oh, wow. It's nice. It's like a little... It's like a campfire. That's It is. Absolutely it, right. It
1: absolutely does evoke a campfire. I can see where they're coming from the bacon as well
2: oh yeah any kind of like smoked meats and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so i guess that's what Beechwood does
2: this is really good i mean i was hoping i'd like that i was a little afraid the reason i bought it or the reason i was drawn to it was the bottle which we'll get into yeah but the reason i bought that one and they had um a few other beers from this brewery as well
1: yep they Uh, don't make a lot they really they specialize in the smoked beers there's a what a a vizen a marzen an Urbach, which is seasonal, and like one or two others.
2: What they had is the smoked wizen, which you're drinking. Mm-hmm. And they also, I believe, had the unsmoked Wizen. Okay. Or they had an unsmoked something. Hmm. I believe it said unsmoked. I could be wrong. I'd have to yeah. go back. I mean, I after trying this, I already want to try the next one because this, <laughs> this is really, really good.
1: Yeah. It looks like their Marzen is the most well-known. So I would definitely be interested in trying that, even though it's not October anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, I I was fully prepared to just take a couple sips and hand the rest to you, but I really like this.
2: Oh, it's really, the smokiness is there and it's as strong as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But what I like is it doesn't take over the beer as much as I thought it would.
1: No, I'm yeah. definitely still getting all of those like notes of an amber ale, which I love.
2: Yeah. It's it's sweet. It's it's very much a multi wheat type beer. Yes. It's very much a German beer, which is great. I mean it's from Germany, so obviously dumb. <laughs> but it's both overtaken and yet still present with the smokiness. The smokiness mm-hmm. absolutely is just as much of a punch of of smoke as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been, I've been thinking about their, this beer a lot since I bought it. <laughs> and I'm so curious. I'm so interested in this beer because A, it's been a long time since we've had a real imported craft beer. I, I don't remember the last time we did it on the show. It's been, it's been a long time.
1: On the show? No. Yeah. I it's-
2: since the Cezanne episode where we had Le Fin du Monde
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um the Lyrian Tremens. And so, I mean, this was a beer, this bottle isn't even in English or it's only in English as much as it needs to be. It's... Exactly what I wanted a German Weizen to taste like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So can, can you imagine how much better it tastes like if you're sitting at the brewery?
2: I would love to go to Germany and just tour the bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think that would be awesome.
1: I don't know what I would eat with this. Maybe a nice pretzel with beer cheese.
2: <laughs> Ab- <laughs> but, absolutely. You. I want something as I'm drinking this. I want something salty to eat. Like yeah. I want a pretzel. I yeah. want that beer cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, My dad actually made he made a bitchin' beer cheese.
1: That's true. Uh, last yeah. year, yep,
2: for like a Oktoberfest celebration with my grandpa. Like mm. that's what I want right now. That kind of that's that would be awesome to me.
1: Even just putting my face in the glass to take a sip, your overtake your nose is overtaken with the essence of the smoke, and then it hits your tongue as well. And uh, it, I'm really su- pleasantly surprised at how much I'm enjoying this. I'm one.
2: glad you like it because I was. When I bought it, I was like, she'll be interested in the history. I th- I thought you'd be interested in the beer, but I did think you'd be really afraid of it. Like only having it because we're doing the research. Like you said, <laughs> two sips and then give it over. I was afraid of that, but I was also hoping the smokiness would be something that you enjoyed. Yeah. Because it's so seldom you get to have anything smoked because you don't really eat meat. And, and we don't and ever we have literally... smoked fish very often.
1: No. And we've, we've never and had anything traditionally smoked either. I think we may have had like one or two other beers that were very likely produced with the, uh, the, artificially, the smoked artificially smoked things. Like, yeah,
2: because I think I told we talked about that. We couldn't mm-hmm. figure it out. Yeah. But I was almost positive I had, had
1: something, something
2: there or a smoked whiskey or a smoked scotch or something yeah. that was smoked where I had it. And obviously you see that they have these little devices where you could just puff the smoke into the glass. Mm-hmm. Now
0: mm-hmm.
2: Um, we watched a lot of how to drink on YouTube. And I know that the how to drink guy has a little smoker. He's used a couple times. He doesn't use it very often, but this is so much different. This isn't like, hey, we've puffed some of this smoke into your glass to give it this essence. Yeah. This, this is, is like truly this wheat has been smoked yeah. and it has been made into this beer. You can't get rid of the smokiness.
1: No. And it doesn't dissipate. It doesn't get weaker.
2: I will say in smell, though, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because now I'm used to the smokiness. I smell the smoke still, but I also can start to really smell that um that wizen. I can really start to smell that beer.
1: It yeah, I get that. I wonder though if it's because the beer is warming up a little bit.
2: Maybe. But I mean we're we're pretty much drinking this at like the 50 degrees that it's recommended, recommended. to drink a wizen. So yeah. for once we're drinking it <laughs> the way we're supposed to, because <laughs> we looked it up beforehand. because uh, we wanted to get this one right. I really like that smokiness, I really, yeah. really, it it really does m- want, make me want to eat. I'm glad this is a brew pub because if I was there drinking, I'd be mm-hmm. like, what do you got? I don't know if <laughs> food trucks are popular in Germany, but I'd be like, you better have something salty, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I really want salty foods now. Me too. And it sucks because we have a burrito coming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from Uber Eats. Uh, yeah, this mm-hmm. is absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah. all The aftertaste is really just like a little bit smoky and a little bit sweet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You really could have this with pretty much anything, food wise, dinner wise. Anyway,
1: dinner wise, yeah. I can't see myself having this at nine thirty in the morning.
2: <laughs> um, no, I could, I could absolutely see me drinking this with uh, some over easy eggs and some toast. Ah, salt on the eggs or some scrambled. Eggs. Absolutely, this is absolutely. This is gonna sound really, really alcoholic of me. <laughs> It's a breakfast beer right here. <laughs> it's a breakfast beer right here. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, smoked sausage. Boom. Done.
2: Sausage, eggs, cheese. Boom. Omelette. French toast. Too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a hearty breakfast. I mean, you'd need some meat, but. Yeah. You drink it anyway. You want some meat. Although French toast. I mean, that's going to absorb some of that boost, too. So. But yeah, no, I can. I can absolutely see this as a 930. I let's say theoretically we're like, let's do a. Beer tour across Europe or a beer tour across Germany.
1: All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in.
2: And we were like, "All right, we're in. Well, what's the town? Bamberg. Bamberg. We're in Bamberg. Where do we want to go first? They have four breweries or whatever. Two. Let's theoretically they have four <laughs> breweries. I'd be like, let's hit the smoked one first, mm-hmm. and then keep moving. Or yeah, if we were going like they just was like two in Bamberg, but then there were like two close by.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And we're just doing a tour across the country. Boom, boom. This would still be my first stop as long as I could go in there. I mean, this would, the smoked one makes the most sense to eat at, to have a breakfast.
1: True. If you're going to have a breakfast beer, this is the one.
2: Oh, I'm so sad that you can only get this in single bottles.
1: Because it's bottle conditioned.
2: I know. I mean, they probably don't have the space to brew it all across the world in uh, six packs anyway.
1: Mm. Plus, how would they get the smoked malts there unless they really started like shipping that separately internationally,
2: do with the brewery itself. Yeah. Oh, I've seen the amount of smoked malts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They can only probably do so much having to do it all themselves. I mean, what I bought from the liquor store—it is a single bottle. But I don't want to dissuade anyone who's listening.
1: It's a and big maybe bottle. Maybe be afraid.
2: <laughs> it's a big looking bottle, and it is a single bottle. But it's not like you're gonna get one of those beers where it's like a wine bottle's worth. It's not too much.
1: No. This no. is a little. This over is a pint. single serving. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's one pint and point nine fluid ounces. That's why the bottle looks a little funky. Oh.
1: Because
2: it's 0.9 fluid ounces more than what a typical pint would be. Okay. But it is just a pint and it was only five bucks a bottle.
1: Yeah. Which, so it's it's essentially like getting around.
2: Yeah. A tall round. Or, you know, when you get the two special, like when we do our craft specialty beers, and we get the two packs
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they're $12, $13. Mm-hmm. It's the same price. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't regret getting two of these. And I won't regret getting two more <laughs> or the other or the other two or three of the uh, brand that they got. Mm-hmm. Schlin Kurle Brands. That's right. I said it. You're not the only one who had to say it now. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. This is really fantastic. This is I would hope I hoped I would like it. And I'm I'm sitting here with a smile on my face. It's you just are so fucking good. Yeah. It's so interesting and unique and different. It's not another IPA that we're drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the history lesson we got today. <laughs> I love that it's smoked malts and it's it's these wheats. And that's what I was. I was I was a little disappointed we didn't get to go more into that because uh, I didn't give you as much information uh, on that. Yeah. There just really isn't a lot of information on malts and, and wheats, unfortunately, uh, when we do our research or when she does her be- research. What My beer search. <clears throat> I'm just here to drink beer but and learn. The fact that it's from Germany, the fact that it is mostly malts and wheats, and that's what we're tasting over hops, and that it's smoked, and it's something completely, absolutely unique and different. Yes. It's so refreshing that I'm so happy right now mm-hmm. that it's, this is like, finally, something new, something unique, something different, something yeah. something that I'll grow tired of quickly again, <laughs> because I have a short attention span. <laughs> I'll be looking for the next (laughs) new thing. But for right now, especially in the wintertime,
1: Mm, mm -hmm. this smoky
2: flavor is is perfect.
1: Yeah. I can't. I don't. mm. Okay. So now that you bring that up, can you see yourself drinking this when it's like eight degrees outside?
2: You mean like at Oktoberfest when it's usually super hot and we get terrible sunburns or I get terrible sunburns?
1: At the Oktoberfest that we celebrate here in the United States. Not necessarily. Well, that's still
2: Oktoberfest time in Germany. Yeah, and I—I I had imagined is it's their still average pretty warm. temperature
1: around eighty at that time too? Seventy? 80? They're around the
2: same latitude, so I gotta imagine.
1: Yeah, that's gotta be weird. I don't know.
2: I mean, this is a Wizen, so well, no, they'd probably still serve it when it's hot. If I was, if I was inside during Oktoberfest, like in the pub, I'd be okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would be okay in the in the heat drinking this, or I—I I would also be curious to see how much richer. The the Marzen is? Yeah, the
2: Marzin might be okay. Mm-hmm. The Marzin might take away a little bit of that. And I'd imagine that's more what you want at Oktoberfest anyway. Yeah. yeah. But no, I think during extreme heat, I wouldn't want this. But I think I could drink this up until like end of April, early May. And I think I could start drinking this again during the cold nights in like...
1: Late September, early
2: um, October. I was going to say early September, late September, but... Sometimes it gets warm there and the daytimes are warm. So I'm still thinking. Yeah, warm. daytimes
1: are warm, but definitely like nighttime, definitely, it
2: cools off. Yeah, definitely. Definitely starting early October. I'm into this for sure.
1: Yeah. Good pick, baby. Thank you.
2: I'm glad you liked it. Here is your bottle for more Ooh, refills. Thank you. Now that your bubbles are gone. <laughs> so the bottle is really cool. Uh, the bottle is, like I said, this bigger kind of bottle because it is 0.9 fluid ounces of ale more. So they do give you a slightly larger style bottle. And the label is, there's a green background. You get a little top label on the neck and then a little bottom label on the bottom. But on top of the green, it looks like those old timey scrolls from like the 1400s mm-hmm. kind of rolled out like old paper.
1: To be honest, it reminded me a little bit of Monty Python.
2: It is a little cartoony. It's a yeah. little like overdone, like we get it, you're old. But <laughs> I still really liked it because it's also written in a, a, a handwritten kind of like Fountain calligraphy pen ink, calligraphy script. kind of script. Yeah. So the top of the bottle on the neck, there's the sticker that has a stamp that says product of Germany. And it says original Schlenkerla smoked smoke beer. And that's pretty much where the English ends on the front of the bottle. Yup. And then the bottom label where it's all scrolls and stuff says, and I am just going to try to read this in script in German. Dem Beresheri Reinhardt Gebot. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I probably should have looked, it, have looked that up. It's probably describing the beer at the top. And then it says uh rauschbier," which you had already talked about. And then it says Gesgitch, which must be some kind of measurement or something, or type of beer. And then the bottom it says "Weizen, Heller, Bamberg, obviously. Probably means brewed in this beer brewed in Bamberg or something. Yep.
1: And remember how Heller is the technical, like what the name that they're registered under.
2: Right. Okay. Yep. Then it says one pint, point nine fluid ounces of ale, and there's a little Schlenkerla logo stamped on it with like an mm-hmm. old timey melted stamp, and it's our little uh,
1: our guy Hob- you can't walk right, friend.
2: hobbly friend who may possibly have clubfoot based on what I'm looking at in the mm-hmm. stamp. And he's got a huge pint of beer that's half the size of his torso. I want that glass. <laughs> and a, a cane and a hat on. On the back of the bottle, we get some English. It's kind of still that kind, that old-timey paper look. Original Schlenkerla Smoke beer specialty since 1405. Schlenkerla Smoke beer wheat is an <gasps> ale with smoky light... What's that?
1: Do you have a typo too?
2: On the front or on the back? On the back. I haven't. Is it from where I've already gotten there? Mm-hmm. Where
1: does it say light smoky aroma or light scomy aroma? Oh, yep.
2: <laughs> Schlenkura Smoke Beer Wheat is an ale with a light scomy aroma.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> I almost said smoky just because that's what my brain wanted to say. Yep. So, yep. They did misspell that. As Bavarian wheat beers, it is being brewed with a mixture of both barley malt and wheat malt. Uh, again, they forgot the DN and the portion of barley malt is hereby a classic Schlankerla smoke malt while the wheat malt remains unsmoked, served unfiltered with its natural haziness. Schlankerla wheat reaches its full aroma through bottle fermentation with fine top fermenting yeast. www.smokebeer.com. They actually own the smokebeer.com craziness. <laughs> so it's brewed and bottled by Brewery Hellertrum bramberg germany but it's imported by B united international in oxford connecticut oh snap a lot of places in connecticut end up being like kind of the uh, place where you import a lot of your beer yeah. noticed. yeah i'm surprised it's not new york city but it ends up being connecticut most of the time just we it's only this is only 5.2 as well so you can go to town on this for the most part nah, I, don't,
1: I don't know about that
2: i would go to town for some this.
1: reason it feels like it hits a little different
2: because the smokiness and gets they, to your yeah, head.
1: They actually talked about that on the website too. How like you're, you're going to feel a smile across your face and stuff. Like it, the way that they worded it was very like strange, but funny <laughs> at the same time. Very
2: happy German trying to sell you beer.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably.
2: <laughs> You've got to see us. You've got to smile on your face. It's so good. Oh, <laughs> you got to love it. I do. And I do love it. I love it a lot. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, I really got nothing else to add. I've said all I, it is sweet and wheat and malty. It's very much the, the what you want from a German beer. Yeah. And that smokiness is both overpowering and
1: somehow it's still somehow balanced. just
2: balanced with the beer. It's it's both. And it's awesome. <laughs> and I really thought I would just be drinking a whole bunch of like peat or.
1: Yeah, that's what I... Grill
2: brick. Yeah. (laughs) It's neither. It's so good.
1: This is really good. I'm extremely pleasantly surprised.
2: I might stop by the liquor store and buy the other bottle tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Uh, Definitely give it a try. Mm Mm-hmm. Schlenkerle smoke beer. If you're in Germany and you haven't tried this yet, I don't know how many international viewers we get. I should probably look that up. But... (laughs) If you're going to Germany, you live in Germany, you haven't tried this before, go visit Brandberg, go try this beer. Yeah. It's amazing. It's historical. If you're doing a trip to Germany, why not stop by something that started in 1405? That's freaking awesome.
1: Yeah, we will. Absolutely. This is this is on our list. I'm officially putting it on our <laughs> list when
2: we go to Europe. <laughs> ah, this is amazing. Uh, amazing. Check it out. I would imagine you probably have to go to some specialty liquor stores that sell kind of a lot of European stuff in the States. Mm-hmm. But if we could find it, you can find it. Yeah. I believe in you.
1: We just found it at our local. It was just chilling in the imports. It was like an store, old so. school style, like old timey bottle. And I was like, hell
0: yeah, I want to get that.
2: <laughs> and I just happened to have a description next to it. And I was like, nice. Yeah. This is it. It works. Because uh, I did want to, I we do want to go. I want to try to start exploring other beers around yeah. the world. And we, we don't, we don't want to be stuck focus in Connecticut, Connecticut and Northeast. As,
1: as much as we want to support local. It's nice to spread our wings a little bit.
2: Yeah. Nice to do like every other episode. Yeah. Go, go further, which is why we need your help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this, this cry for help goes out to all of you. <laughs> make suggestions, contact us.
2: <laughs> just make sure the beer is available in Connecticut or you can send it to us. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it, review it, and share it with your friends and subscribe to catch our future episodes. You can find us on crackinoneopen.com or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at crackin1open or shoot us an email at crackin1open at gmail.com with any comments, questions, or suggestions because, like we just said, we want to hear from you. Send us some suggestions. Yeah. What do you want to hear us cover? Beer. Beer. (laughs) We're not just limited to beer.
2: No, we've done wine before. Once.
1: Wine. Cider.
2: We did do the cider.
1: We're open to other options as well. Before the
2: COVID hit, we were going to check out a distillery that just opened around us. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: What do you got to plug?
2: well you know me i've got two other podcasts i do i've got forgotten cinema podcast with my buddy mike field where it's about forgotten films that for some reason seem to be forgotten by audiences whether it be because another movie came out at the same time or the film was forgotten by audiences in its initial run we discuss what we love about the film or maybe don't love about it how it was made and why you should give it another rewatch because you never know you might find your own forgotten gem Forgotten Cinema is available wherever podcast can be found. Comes out every Wednesday at forgotten cinema podcast.com and forgottenentertainment.com because we are part of the Forgotten Entertainment family as well. And we post stuff on our social medias every day of the week. Check out our commercials every Thursday. They're pretty fun. We think they're fun. They are fun. <laughs> Screw you. Watch them. And then I've also got two player bros, a podcast I do with my buddy Dave. Sometimes I do with my brother Alex. It's a podcast about two guys who play way too many video games. Join me and my co-hosts as we talk about all things video game related. PC, VR, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, Switch. We have it all. We play it all. And join us every other week for a post-game presented by Two Player Bros, where we do a deep dive into your favorite modern, classic, or new release. And we talk about how it was made, uh, what we think of the gameplay, and the story of the game. Two Player Bros is available on twoplayerbros.com. Wherever you get your podcasts, and forgottenentertainment.com because we are also part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Nice. I've also got a bunch of books on Audible. <laughs> Look up my name, Michael Butler. No middle name, no nothing weird. Michael Butler. It's mostly horror books. They're pretty fun. Sour's a cool. Evil Dead type fairy tale book with a southern accent. Switch Artford and Gangsters. I'm a British gangster spy guy. Uh and uh I've got a bunch of short book, Coffee at Midnight. Final Girl, if you like eighty slasher films, it's a book about basically an eighty slasher type killer. And Progressive Entrapment just came out. Check out those books. I don't get paid unless you buy them, so buy them. That's <laughs> what I got.
1: <laughs> and a special thanks for our theme, which was composed and performed by Joe Reichert. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Hee <laughs> hee.